Now to San Jose, the city that calls itself the capital of Silicon Valley. The tech boom is pumping unprecedented riches into the region, but San Jose is barely in the black after years of deep deficits and painful cutbacks. How can that be? And what will it take to turn things around? With the first part of a two-part series on San Jose, here's KQED's Silicon Valley reporter, Rachel Myro. In most fire stations across America, you'll find a fire engine with hoses to fight fires. But in San Jose, budget cuts force the fire department to mothball a handful of engines. That means some stations have trucks so they can respond to medical emergencies, but not fires. Captain Sean Caldor, vice president of IAFF Local 230, explains. If you live in those areas, you see a big red vehicle in the building. You think, oh, we've got a fire engine here. We're okay. And reality is that they're not carrying the water it would take to put out a fire or, or to stop that fire from spreading in your house. Two years ago, a house across the street from Station 30 burned. While the neighbors yelled at them to do something, the firefighters could only call for help from other stations. Caldor says this is no way to run a fire department. I know if we had arrived there earlier, if we had more resources there quicker, we wouldn't have had to lose that house. The city has used federal grants to restore most of the 49 positions cut during the recession, but it's unclear there are any new physical resources on the way. The state of the fire and police departments remains one of the most pressing challenges for Mayor Sam Licardo. The good news is that uh, we're no longer cutting. That's kind of crazy when you consider San Jose sits in Silicon Valley, arguably the most dynamic economic engine in the country for several years now. So why isn't this city flush? In Silicon Valley, in the public sector, we live in a very different world than in the private sector. Many of the employers that drive Silicon Valley innovation uh, many large employers are located just outside our border. And so we don't necessarily get all the tax revenue from, from those companies' growth. I'm standing here on a freeway overpass, looking over 280 on a weekday morning. Southbound, headed into San Jose, traffic is flying. Northbound, headed out of San Jose, traffic is at a standstill. San Jose is home to a million people. It's the 10th largest city in the country, but each workday, it drops to 13th. People shop across city borders, too, making it impossible for San Jose to pay the bills as other cities do with a healthy mix of corporate, retail, and residential taxes. San Jose is housing heavy. And in a post-Proposition 13 era, when many property tax bills are more or less frozen in time, that's a problem. We find here preparations underway for the development of a new and modern area of living. It started in 1950, when city manager Dutch Hammond started paving over farmland, the Valley of Heart's Delight, to create a sprawling suburb in the image of Los Angeles. It seemed like a good idea at the time. Over 300 acres have been set aside on which will be built hundreds of compact modern dwellings, for progress never stops. The greatest generation was raising a bumper crop of baby boomers. Lots of locals were making bank in the defense industry. Dutch could count on an ever-growing pot of property taxes because Prop 13 hadn't passed yet. 
But long after Dutch left, long after Prop 13 passed in 1978, long after San Jose planners should have known better, they kept paving over not just farmland, but factories, warehouses, and office complexes. Former Mayor Tom McHenry sums it up. You know, thousands of acres that should have been the tax base for cops, youth workers, firefighters, etc., was pretty much gobbled up in a mistaken um, attempt to satisfy a lot of uh, a lot of developers that uh, didn't deserve to be satisfied in that way. San Jose is the biggest bedroom community in Silicon Valley, but it didn't find the right balance to create the tax base it needs today. This tech boom offers San Jose another chance to get that mix right. I'm Rachel Myro, KQED News. Tomorrow, we'll look at how the city is finally beginning to capitalize on the wealth of Silicon Valley. And you can check out more of our coverage on the Bay Area's boom online at kqed.org slash boomtown.